0: The dusts of battle had settled down, and our warrior Cossacks looked sadly round to see how many brethren they had lost. They cry out at the heavy cost. It wasn't the first time their swords had clashed, and they knew very well wouldn't be the last. They'd pray to God they had a war to win. Their beloved homeland would rise again. Backs were about to break under the toils of this new land. They prayed a God in heaven above. How much more could they withstand? They placed holy crosses into the ground, and soon new strength to go on was found. Their faith had brought them another day. They get back on their feet and say, they say, Ud-mahe, Ud-mahe will be. Time that our bard inspired us to strive for a better fate. It took many years, many sacrifices, many went to heaven's gate. But when the winds of freedom swept across Ukraine in the summer of '91, you could hear generations from the past joined together with those of today as one and yell Bud-mo-hei, hey! Bud-mo-hei, hey!" hey. Will be, will be. As I watched my father be laid to rest in this his, but not his, land. I looked my boy straight in the eyes, and I'd pray to God he'd understand. I said, this was a faithful son of Ukraine. Remember, and cherish this bond. And then my son looked at me, and he said, with a strength that seemed to come from a world beyond. He said, hey, Bud hey, will be, will be
1: And a song about the indomitable spirit of Ukrainians and Ukraine. And that was uh, Shum, talking about uh, Ukrainians transplanting themselves to Canada oh, about a hundred or so years ago. A different world, as my mom was wont to say. Again, Shum with Budmo. Dobrý večer, španělský rádio slucháci. Vitajte vás všichni na rádio předáči náš holos rádio křížského Korinje, která podějíte vám jak světanoš, šťasobotěr, šťasťioděni na báhato mluvné rádio stanici AM 1320 CHMB u městě Vancouveri i po měříži PCJ rádio míčnorornému. Pro mikrofony Pavlína Kory, díky vám, že jsme mnoju vyšly pro budoucí nojou následných dnů, ve mém důjezdí kaví nevěně nás je něžný programi. I čidovou Hello there and welcome to Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. I'm your host, Paula Jemchek-McQuarrie, Pavlina, and I'm delighted to have you with me. We've got a great program lined up for you. An interview with uh, Anastasia Wojtyuk of a very interesting musical group from Ukraine called Troya Zilia, and she'll be telling us about uh, their new CD and as well as a bit about the, the group, the history of the group, and the incredible work that they're doing with disadvantaged children in Ukraine. So stay tuned for that. We've also got Ukrainian Jewish heritage and a story about, oh, a true story, about a lost shtetl in eastern Ukraine, another symbol of a world that has all but disappeared. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Melenia from Edmonton, and this is from their CD entitled, coincidentally, Bud Mohe. Here they are with Tumba. <laughs>
3: Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. На якава залє, тільки я кину місто кохане своє, всюди за мною буде блукати в світах чорної кави, запах, яким я пропав. І з коханою чорна кава звела Всі перепони, що були, між нами цмела Чорна кава в жилах у мене пливе. Наше кохання у чорній каві живе кава – це львівських вулиць на Чорна кава – це вечір розкішний мік. Чорну каву зі мною мій дружепи. В чорній каві і нині приснав Чуешь, Кто в кав'ярні млос наворають В Львівській кав'ярніх чуєш останні пвідки. Хто світ дощу у кав'ярні рятунку шукав. Хто світ сім'ї і відчали на каву Чорна кава, це Львівських вулиць напий. Чорна кава, це вечір розкішний, мій. Чорну каву зі мною мідруже пий. В чорні каву Кава, це львівських вулиць на чорна кава, це вечір розкішний, чорну каву зі мною мій дружити.
4: sredu, razom pođe redu, ja prišol tebe nema, vidma nula bitela, je videm razom na spacer, ja prišol tebe nema, vidma nula bitela, vidmanula, ven, vidma nula, tiž ven, bitela, tiž ono uzela, tiž vidmanula, vidma nula, tiž Будь сон назо, буселла. Ти and you weren't there. And you weren't there. Is man, Vidman,
1: And a trio from Toronto by the name of Lyra, and they were joined by the inimicable Ron Kahoot of Buria with a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Tizhmin Pidmanula, You Deceived Me. And before them, uh, also from Toronto, more recently, however, he was a big name in Ukraine, still is, obviously, although he now resides in Toronto. Victor Morozov with a song called Chorna Kava, and uh, that's something that's on my mind a lot these days, although I do like my coffee with a bit of cream. Actually, quite a bit of cream. <laughs> that was Viktor Morozov with Chorina Kava, black coffee. Up next, Golem, a uh, klezmer group from New York and train across Ukraine.
5: My name is Hello, how are you? Is this he taken? You may ask of the traveler in third class. I'm a reisener, dritte klaas. My name is Cholem, a lechem. you de Frequent Beer. I'm a dritte The things I've seen and in between 11 months of the year. On the road with you, my dear. Girls in white, men in black, dogs and cats, brass intact, golden teeth, crooked track. I'm a in third class. I'm a in third class. My name is Solim, I'm a legend. you me. the is this taken You may ask of oh, the traveler in third class. I'm a traveler in third class. My name Hello. How are you? Sanja Deef. I'm here. Dem traveler in third class. The things I've seen and in between. Eleven months of the year on the road with you, my dear. Through fields of rain and snow and rain. Eleven months of the year in the train across Ukraine.
1: For a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. The Jewish population of Ukraine before the Second World War was over 2.5 million. Now the current population is only around 100,000. A whole world with its very own culture, rules, and customs was decimated in the Holocaust. Decades later, descendants of survivors, along with friends and supporters, are working hard to piece together the remnants of this once vibrant world, or at the very least, to preserve memory. Vitaly Buryak, also known as Chaim Buryak, of Kiev, recently discovered his Jewish roots. And he has taken on the gargantuan task of cataloguing lost Jewish shtetls in eastern Ukraine. Two years ago, I introduced Chaim to you. He shared with us his fascinating journey of self-discovery and told us about his remarkable work, which he has been carrying on since. This month, August of 2020, he posted stories about two lost shtetls on his website, Ukraine Jewish Heritage, history of Jewish communities in Ukraine. One of the shtetls is Khaschevatoi. Khaschevatoi is a village in the Gaivoron district of the Kirovorod region. The settlement's history goes back to 1362. It was originally a part of the Grand Duchy of Lithuania and was called Kachuchinka. In the early 15th century, it was renamed Khaschevatoi. A main road from Odessa to Kiev went through Khashchevatoia. However, in the 1890s, the railway eclipsed its popularity. In the 19th century, Jews made up half of the population and played an active role in the economic life of the village. Khashchevatoia was a large shtetl with well-developed trade and craft industries. Large fairs took place weekly and attracted traders from Uman and Balta. There they sold corn, wheat, rye, cattle, as well as items produced by artisans in various industry, such as pottery, shoes, saddles and barrels. Several oil and grain enterprises were situated along the street. One oil mill even had a steam engine. On this street there were also smithies who produced carts and wheelbarrows. In the market square, an assortment of workshops represented a variety of industries. Timber, construction materials, metalwork and tin, ropes, leather harnesses, and other leather goods. In the center of town there were rows of large and small shops, hairdressers, shoemakers, tailors, photography, restaurants, and inns. Several streets at the town center and continuing down to the river were inhabited exclusively by Jews. The town had one central synagogue and three or four small prayer houses. The building that was the synagogue in Chishtevotoye is now a mill. The Market Square site is now occupied by a school building. Jews of Khoshtevotoye severely suffered from pogroms during the Russian Revolution of 1917-1920. to 1920. A book in the Russian language, aptly titled Massacre Book, describes in horrific detail the pogroms committed against the Jewish residents of this town. The carnage described is incomprehensible to civilized people. Excerpts of this book are embedded in Chaim's blog post, in 1905, Khashchevatoye had 720 houses, with a total population of 4,335 people. The village contained an Orthodox church, a synagogue, a prayer house, a village council, a post office, village bank, a merchants' council, town hall, drugstore, three pharmacy warehouses, a hotel, four inns, a watermill, and two schools. In the early 1920s, the new Soviet regime completely disrupted the economic and social life of the town. Private enterprises were prohibited. All of the synagogues and prayer houses of Khashtevotoye were closed in the late 1920s to early 1930s. The Jewish school was closed in 1937. In July 1941, German troops occupied Khashtevotoye and life became even more bleak and deadly dangerous. One day in February of 1942, Jews were ordered to gather, stripped naked and forced outside in minus-20 degree weather to do hard manual labor, and then shot. Nearly 1,000 Jews were shot in the village on one day. The shootings lasted several days. As well, Jewish houses were robbed, vandalized, or destroyed by the local population and residents of nearby villages. After the war, about 100 Jews returned to the shtetl. Several became heads of local establishments, such as the local creamery and hospital. Others took similarly prominent positions, school principal, chair of the village council, and schoolteacher. An abandoned house in the center of the shtetl was a community's unofficial synagogue from the 1950s to 1970s. An unofficial rabbi in the village led the prayer services and read the Torah. The people celebrated traditional holidays as best they could under a repressive atheist regime. But the once thriving Jewish presence in Hashtevotoya never recovered. Jewish youth left for the big cities, later bringing their parents with them. By 1970, only about 30 Jews remained in the village. In 1888, the Jewish population of Hashtevotoyah was 1,370, comprising 45% of the population. By 1926, the Jewish population had grown to 3,171, 53% of the population of the village. A little over a century later, in 2018, the Jewish population of Hashtevotoyah, out of 2,200 residents, consisted of just one. Jewish woman. There were two Jewish cemeteries in the shtetl, an old one and a newer one. The old cemetery went out of use before the revolution. Later, a collective farmer's garden was established there. You can still find graves among the trees. In 2011, the area was cleaned and a small monument erected. However, it has again become overgrown. In the late 1940s, local Jews established the first monument to commemorate the Nazi massacre in Khashdevatoia. It was replaced in the spring of 2014 with a new memorial, funded through the donations of several families, now scattered in the U.S. and other countries. During construction, some remains were found and were reburied, according to Jewish traditions. Kayin visited Khashdevatoia in the summer of 2018. He has included photos from his visit, as well as extensive historical details, some of which I have shared here with you, in his post on Cheshtevotoya at his website, Ukraine Jewish Heritage, History of Jewish Communities in Ukraine. If you missed my interview with Kayyem, or would like to hear it again, you can find it and the transcript at the Holas website, in a post in the Ukrainian Jewish Heritage section dated October 4, 2018. I'm Pavlina, producer and host of Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, shalom.
2: This is CHMB AM
6: 1320 Vancouver. Ne <speaking in English> na Ой, дай Боже, там мора плужок семириною, Ой, дай Боже, там мора плужок семириною, ой, дай Боже, ой я рисинку, дрібно не кустишку. Ой, дай Боже, Ой о рисинку, дрібно не кустишку. Ой, дай Боже ой, дай Боже, ой, орысенку, дрібно не стіжку, ой, дай Боже, будемо сіяти, жито пшеницю, ой, дай Боже, будемо сіяти, жито пшеницю.
1: And Anastasia Voichuk featured on the vocals with a group from Ukraine called Troya Zelia. Now, one of the joys of doing Nasholus is the opportunity to meet some of the brilliant individuals producing the wonderful Ukrainian music that I have the privilege of sharing with Nasholus listeners. I don't always have the chance to meet them in person, but sometimes I get lucky. And on a trip to Ukraine in 2014, I had the great good fortune to meet Anastasia Wojtyuk. She was with a group called Cherry Band and a new one just starting up called Troya We've stayed in touch over the years, and I've been following her on Facebook. And we've had her on the show once or twice since that first visit. And of course, her music gets a lot of airplay here on Nashola. So I thought it was time to get her back on the show to talk about her music, Toria Zilia, and their latest CD. Anastasia joins us now from her home in Ukraine. Welcome back to the show, Anastasia.
7: Hi, very nice to meet you here again. So
1: your most recent CD is Endorfina. Yes. And uh, it was released, what, in 2019? Yes, last year. And what is the story behind the name that's an interesting name for a CD?
7: It's, a, it's quite a long story, the, the whole story of creating the album. We, we were um, gathering the, the songs which will be included into the album, and we uh, suddenly admitted the, that most of the songs, actually all of them, are about love different stages. This is like the eternal topic of Ukrainian folk songs and also the Mm -hmm. folk songs around the world. And um, actually, it also touched my personal story because I ended my eight-year relationship. And after that, we started actually recording of this album. So for me, it was a long trip. It was a kind of uh, interesting journey. And I remember this uh, one time when we were going by car from the recording studio in Ternopil and we were we were talking about our songs and and talking about the how should we call this album okay and we were uh, we were thinking okay this song is about the past relationship this song is about death that somebody kills somebody because of love this song is about um, dating and very romantic love and uh, this song is about a woman uh, who, who has a husband uh, and she waits for him at home and she's longing. And we were thinking, what, what is the common thing which uh, unites all, this, all these uh, topics? Uh, this is a special chemical things which are, are uh, kind of internal injections into our body. <laughs> uh, something called endorphins. Something that we receive, um, and then we feel more excited, more like a little bit powerful. And this is something that love, love gives us. Uh, if we are talking about this bright love, about this bright, um, super romantic or super tragic moments. and we decided, okay, let's let's uh, name the album "Endorphins." So uh, in this way, we emphasize uh, that we understand love as a, a special injection <laughs> into our body <laughs> of, of, a, of a special <laughs> internal mechanism which are working so, <laughs> and this is the thing like we, we sing archaic songs and this erdo- endorphine this part of our own body is also archaic and it exists from I don't know prehistorical times this mechanism yeah. of making us happy and uh, yeah. in Ukraine we actually have a mechanism you sing a song you receive memories you have endorphins and then you you are happy like this well, your
1: your album does make me happy because it's a beautiful album, very interesting um, arrangements. And uh, I want to ask you about some of those um, a little bit later on. But I just wanted to uh, mention, you and I met back in 2014, and you took me to a benefit performance at a school mm-hmm. for disadvantaged ch- children. And remember that? And that really touched my heart. It brought tears to my eyes, especially that little blind boy who built it out to Jemena Piedmanula. I don't know if you remember, but that just really grabbed me. Of course, it was just very touching uh, that you were doing that. Yeah, I remember. And I was remembering this today when I was preparing for
7: interview that uh, I met you first time in the school. And surprisingly, we are cooperating with the school Was Troisille now. Oh. Yeah, and this is actually 20 years long story. But now last year we had a special project so why I am there. So I am at the head of non-governmental organization is called Unbeaten Path. And one of our goals is to make a cultural inclusive projects for people um with disabilities and we cooperate with the school already long time as an organization and uh, last year we uh, we started raising money and producing a special theater performance where we have um, visually impaired kids from that school maybe not the same boy because he is already older but the similar boys and girls who are in age 12 13 14 years old and um we also involved professional dancers and Troje Zille, two of us, me and the keyboard player, we are in this performance. So I'm producing it, uh, like initiating and involving staff, uh, looking for money and making a music part. Trainings and together with Vitali, keyboard player, we play on the stage and cooperate with the kids and sing with them. And uh, this is a very special uh, performance. Uh, it's called The Sight, pohlet And um, this is about bullying or opposite when we care too much about somebody. And now everybody is in quarantine, but we are planning to show this in Ukraine and in Poland in 2021. Oh, there, There, oh, there, is, nice. there is this connection and why we chose the school. This is boarding school where kids are actually from Monday till Friday and for a weekend, they go home and they um, usually are from Lviv region or from neighborhood regions like Rivne, Ternopil. And um, two weeks ago, we visited them because it was really hard to communicate with them through Skype, through Zoom or through other messengers because mm-hmm. they are usually connected to uh, with a viber and viber doesn't support with a good quality um, group meetings so we decided to rent a car and during two days we were visiting those kids at their villages oh yeah and it was a super thing we for the first time saw how they live who are their parents grandparents sisters brothers it, it was a su- super tight uh, scheduled because we had five different uh, families in different regions. Uh, but we did it and we were very happy because we didn't see the kids almost half of the year from the beginning of quarantine. And uh, now we are starting campaign uh, from actually from the middle of August. we starting a campaign on a Ukrainian so-called Kickstarter, Ukrainian, but it's called Spilno Kost. So we will raise money to be able to go to other cities, to Kyiv, Ivano-Frankivsk, and to other cities. So we, we we will have three months to raise 55,500. It means like five times five. So this is what we are planning to do. Oh. Yeah. In spite of that, we are everybody uh, in different cities and we cannot see each other only through internet.
1: Oh, what a great idea. What a wonderful project that is. is. So are you a teacher, special needs professional, as well as a musician, obviously?
7: I don't have this education. I have Master of Social Work, where, where I studied uh, social administration and uh, psychological support. Uh, but I mostly do production, I mean, like organizational work um, and creating the idea and uh, building a team which will produce the performance. But I also do the trainings for people with disability, uh, which are connected with the music, with the voice. And uh, I like to do this. Um, Last half of year, I didn't do this because of restrictions. uh, And it's difficult to make it through internet because it's more about the live contact and and singing. Uh, So... I I was thinking about uh, myself today. So who I am? Like now I feel myself as I'm a more manager than musician because there are not not so many concerts last uh, months, and uh, also a trainer. And also sometimes I also work for for somebody. So I have a different, many different roles, and um, I like the most being musician and being the trainer. But I also understand that in Ukraine. We do need now organizations and managers who will push forward uh, our culture, our culture organization management, and also inclusive projects for people with disabilities and with them.
1: Brilliant. Wow. So, so great to hear. And it was just wonderful to see what you were doing. And you were just starting up. You were with a group called Cherry Band, and I uh, remember you were starting Troia Zillia as sort of an experimental project, and so it's really evolved. So let's talk about the evolution. It started out as, I, I saw some of the music that you did, it was uh, you, different instruments and different kinds of arrangements and things, and then it progressed.
7: Yeah, For me, it's the story of progression of myself and my um, recognition of music as a part of uh, my professional life. And uh, also the people were changing uh, in the uh, Zila. Mostly the keyboards player were changing because people were going abroad for different reasons, like to work in China or to study in Great Britain or to work in uh, Germany. Uh, but since two years, we have um, uh, our keyboard player who says, I won't go abroad. I like Troyezilla a lot and I would like to stay here. And also a drum player. Uh, the whole way through Troyezilla we were cooperating with, with Stanislav. And last year we changed uh, and now we're playing uh, with the Serhii Krasuitsky, And he's also rooted in Lviv with his family and with his drum school. Uh, and so um, during uh, the quarantine, we we were working on the mission, on the w- vision of the band, uh, cutting some of the repertoire, which we created during last four albums, which we issued. So it's a kind of being um, more older, I would say. And yes, you are right. It started from the small, uh, uh, shy project mm. and... Um, we were playing with the different instruments. We were giving concerts for free. We were going through Ukraine, uh, by bus, by car, uh, by by small buses. and um, we were doing uh, everything we we could imagine that musicians can do to be successful. And this image is growing from year to year, and um, the only thing which stays uh, unchanged is the music. I love the feeling of being in music and uh, rediscovering myself again and again in each song we do and uh, rediscovering if I'm ready to sing about this, if I'm ready to tell people that I am here in the song and what I think about it and uh, if I'm ready to be this uh, road of the song from the ancient time till now. And uh, this feeling is probably the same, this uh, kind of this small... Excitement, Mm -hmm. but big responsibility when we work with us folk uh, songs.
1: Oh, for sure. Now the name Trojazilia translates as three herbs, right? This is the this is the special sacred
7: uh, um, (laughs) name which we gave, and then actually there are only three people and. This tradition is from the beginning. So we are bandura and vocal. I I cover this part. We have a keyboard player where we cover different sounds and electronic bass. And uh, uh, we have a drummer. Uh, What changed? We were uh, working with a percussion. And now we're working with a drum set, drum kit. Uh, So we are louder now than we were before. And we are more suitable for bigger stages, but we we also need more space and more mics and, and more yeah uh, technical support uh, to be ready to perform. So this this is what how we work now. I am only responsible for bandura and vocals. This is the band I was dreaming about. Uh, then in ah. those years.
1: Interesting. Okay, so you've got then, you're on Bandura and uh, Sing, and you've got a keyboard player. Tell us about the keyboard player.
7: He's a very interesting personality. Um, he works with kids. Uh, also, he teaches piano. And um, he uh, is a person who really trusted Troyesilla. When he came first, he was the absolvent of the uh, Uk- uh, Musical Academy in Lviv. So he he was a Pianist, professional pianist who who played Tchaikovsky, another classical uh, composer. And we said, okay, Vitali, do you want to be a keyboard player? And he said, okay. And then he jumped into mm. a big ocean. Maybe he didn't know where he jumps because mm. a keyboard player is a totally something different than a piano player with a different technique of playing, with a diff- different goals, um, uh, with the knowing of another th- knowledge than he was taught in Music Academy about the sounds, about the synthesis of, of sounds, about the working with the bass, and etc., cetera, etc., cetera, electronic bass. And uh, mm-hmm. during these years, he actually developed in, in himself uh, very nice uh, skills being a keyboard player. Actually, in Ukraine, you don't have a chance to be taught to be a keyboard player. You can use uh, oh. YouTube uh, in music academies. Uh, you can be a pianist. You don't. They don't teach uh, this type of music. Not yet. Only oh. in private uh, schools, we have in Lviv uh, one private jazz school. But there is more about being pianist and working with the jazz her- jazz harmonies. And we have a school, a small school of electronic music. But we don't have special courses of teaching how to be a keyboard player, how to work with the sounds, uh, mm. how to build your, your part of music in this band. So we are creating this, what we can find uh, in YouTube or what we, what we can feel. So uh, we are uh, searching special sounds in these devices that we have. And um, actually, yes, uh, without internet, it would be difficult. But with internet, mm-hmm. we have access to many YouTube videos, many tutorials, which we can use. Maybe something new will start in Ukraine. And maybe maybe we will be connected to this uh, to teach others how to do this. So Ukraine is a very, very blue ocean to start <laughs> many initiatives and um, especially in music too
1: lots of interesting stuff your your music i've noticed um in this album you've got different kinds uh they're all folks ukrainian folk songs but you've got different Uh, different approaches musically um they don't sound like traditional ukrainian folk songs maybe a couple might have a little bit of elements of uh, traditional ukrainian folk but uh very modern and i've noticed some of the music that you do you do beautiful jazz arrangements i just is uh, as of the professional uh performing group uh tory and some of your concerts that you've had on youtube
7: Oh thank you. This is a very big compliment. Um we we try not to call us a jazz because Ukraine is an, is not a jazz country. Uh, for example, if we will cooperate with somebody from United States where jazz is more like natural uh, and from where it came to to other countries. So we would rather mm-hmm. call us like ethno fusion or folk fusion. Mm-hmm. But it's a great compliment for us to to be noticed as a jazz jazzing band. We like it. And um, uh, there are some songs, um, maybe I know about which you are talking. And what is interesting, the original melody of the uh, Ukrainian folk songs uh, is preserved there. And uh, we tried to not to um, change it a lot or totally not change, but maybe to add some melodies to the bridge or to the refrain. But uh, it's it's nice that... uh, being, uh, preserved authentic, uh, it receives a new, uh, feeling of the, um, of the jazzy of the fusion music. And, um, for example, the song Oye Vite Hora, like the melody is, uh, like, Vite
6: Hora, Oye Vite drugo, but when you feel it with a special
7: rhythm and with a special bass and harmony, it, it starts to sound differently. Mm-hmm. But it's the same song.
1: Anastasia Voychuk and Troia Zilia with Vite Hora. And Anastasia will be back to tell us a bit more about Troia Zilia, their music and their plans for the future, including their next album and a surprising collaboration. You've been listening to Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver here on AM 1320 CHMB and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. In between broadcasts, please visit us online at www.nashholos.com where you'll find transcripts and archived audio files, a link to the Holos podcast and information about the show. There's also a link to our Patreon site where you can support our work if you like and information about that Chodrona Ne zaměch jeskinčili našu program po ranem proštate se, ja nošte to domu vyskazate dopovacenia, ale predtem ja chotju zalozhit vas mudroste. Bandura vse tak bude jak muzika bude nani ni palcieme And our proverb of the week translates as a bandura will always play the same music that the musician's fingers pluck. And with that, we've come to the end of our program, so we'll take it home with the By Request Band from Steinbeck, Manitoba, from their CD, Ukrainian Boys Gone Wild, and the Out of the Barn Polka. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nasholus and AM 1320. Thanks for listening, and Dobranich! If you enjoyed this edition of Nosh Holos, please support the show. Buy us the digital equivalent of a cup of coffee through Patreon. There's a link at our website. Or, what if I told you that you could support Nosh Holos by buying yourself coffee? Sounds crazy, but yes, you can support the show just by drinking coffee. Six days worth for $20. Go to www.noshholos.com to get yours. Drink coffee? Support Nosh Holos.